struggling with cognitive decline, make a cognitive comeback. Hey, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. And also my sex god. And also her sex god. But that's not what this video is about. This video is perhaps for geriatrics, babe. And is it offensive to call someone a geriatric? I don't think it's offensive. I will be a geriatric one day and I'll be doing all sorts of biohacking. So it'll be great. I'll be, I'll be a proud geriatric. A very hot geriatric. And you'll be there with me. You'll be there with me. Anyways, so this uh, podcast slash video goes along with the guide that you should have in your email inbox and also there uh, linked on your web browser, also linked below wherever you might be watching or listening to this. And this is a guide for the people that have done the survey on my website. I have this awesome survey called the What is Your Biohacking Why survey. And if you have not taken it already, you're going to want to go and check that out because it kind of narrows down for you the content, the limitless mindset, deep dive uh, exploration of life hacking and biohacking stuff that's going to actually be relevant to you. And this article, if you're just watching this, you are going to want to go and bookmark that article, save that email, heck, go print it off as it's going to have the links to all of the good stuff that I mention here. Let's dive in. So cognitive decline is prolific. At least 25% of Americans over age 65 suffer from mild cognitive impairment, according to Scientific American. And boy, if you know many Americans, it, it sure seems like a lot of people under age 65 are dealing with mild cognitive impairment. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Okay, I, I'm an American, so it's a, uh, a self-critical reference, but clearly we are... We are a people with a lot of room for improvement. So doctors like to tell their patients that there's no cure for dementia or Alzheimer's, that you just need to suffer a slow decline of your mind for decades and that you're going to be spending a small fortune on increasingly ineffective pharmaceutical drugs. Being diagnosed with a degenerative condition is not a death sentence, though I contend. I disagree with all those doctors that tell you there's no cure, that tell you you're screwed, you've just got this condition and, uh, you know, here's, here's, here's some treatment, here's a, here's a, uh, a band-aid fix uh, that's going to just kind of cover up the symptoms. Things like a degenerative condition, cognitive decline, can be overcome with an intentional and persistent biohacking strategy, which we're going to delve into here. First of all, and let's let's not mess around. Let's get down to business on what's going to move the dial. 
make a difference for you? Smart drugs. In particular, paracetam. This is probably the first thing I'd recommend because it falls at the intersection of being very safe, affordable, effective, and scientifically proven to improve the mind. About the science, it's been used in a 20-year population study of cognitive decline in the elderly. Along with ginkgo biloba, it was identified as a promising pharmacological intervention in a 2018 German paper entitled Mitochondrial Function Dynamics and Permeability Transition, a Complex Love Triangle as a possible target for the treatment of brain aging and Alzheimer's disease. Along with a 2018 Taiwanese meta-analysis paper that analyzed 235 selected studies involving, get this, over 44,000 patients with dementia, mainly vascular dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and mild cognitive impairment. And it identified piracetam and aniracetam as an effective intervention for uh, all that was ailing those 44,000 patients. So it imbues a cognitive edge both in the short and long term. Usually it has an energizing effect that peps you up about 40 to 60 minutes after dosing and improves verbal intelligence. It opens up your vocabulary. It's a quintessential smart drug that instills, uh, that imbues to you pleasantly intense focus. After several weeks or months of dosing, however, it has a more profound effect on your long-term memory. It's frequently reported that people remember obscure things from their distant past. You'll find yourself remembering the remembering odd little vocabulary items from the foreign language that you may have studied in high school, as opposed to forgetting where you left your keys this morning. While non-prescription and very safe, paracetam is a hardcore drug that has an invasive effect on neurobiology. If you're going to use it in the long term to upgrade your mind, you'll want to combine it with a few cofactors in a specific protocol the paracetam protocol to maximize the cognitive bang for your buck. And I do link to the paracetam protocol. That is something that you're probably going to want to watch or read it in completion before you order paracetam. Or if you already have ordered it and you're waiting on it to arrive, make, make sure you wrap your mind around the paracetam protocol. 
There are other smart drugs in the racetam family that are certainly interesting, and there are a lot of ways to use them. But paracetam is probably the safest, cheapest, and most consistently effective for most people. So that's what you should start with. And in the article, I am going to link to a couple of up-to-date, credible sources of it. Because, hey, sometimes the credible sources change. Sometimes people go out of business. Sometimes people go into business. Sometimes uh, vendors change their sourcing on things. So I keep all that information updated on the website, linked below wherever you're watching or listening to me. Next, I'll mention phenylparacetam. And this is a supercharged version of paracetam. And there are three human clinical trials totaling nearly 500 human subjects, which is statistically significant, that demonstrate a positive effect on cognitive decline. Next, I will mention oxyracetam. This is also a racetam, and its anti-aging properties have been demonstrated in five human clinical trials. Next, I'll mention mitochondrial dysfunction, and cognitive decline has everything to do with mitochondria the tiny power plants of the cells. Dr. Lee No explains in his book, The Future of Medicine, I'll quote, Compromised mitochondrial function is now seen as one of the leading causes of a wide range of seemingly unconnected degenerative diseases and even the aging process itself. Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of adult-onset dementia. An 80-year-old has about a 30% chance of developing Alzheimer's. Based on the research I've done for this book, I would agree that the long-held beliefs about Alzheimer's are falling apart. And the most current research shows we need a greater focus on mitochondria in the prevention and treatment of the disease. To deal with that mitochondrial dysfunction, we turn to mitochondrial nootropics. I have here the mitochondrial nootropics that deliver the best return on investment and credible sources to order them from. And I list them here in descending order of the most effective and most economical. If you have limited budget, get the ones near the top of this list. Number one, paracetam. No surprises there. Number two, Alcar. Number three, CoQ10. Number four, glutathione. Number five, magnesium. Number six, creatine. Number seven, sulforaphane. Number eight, methylene blue. Number nine, nicotine. Number 10, grapeseed extract. And number 11 is krill oil. 
Do you find that surprising, babe? No. Not in the least bit, right? Next, we'll mention ginkgo biloba and ginseng. This is probably the best nutraceutical combination for helping cognitive decline. A significant placebo-controlled study of several hundred human subjects over 12 weeks strongly suggested a quintessential cofactor relationship with ginkgo biloba. Together, they had an exponential effect on alertness, relaxation, and appetite from its abstract. Quote, it was concluded that despite the fact that healthy employed subjects were evaluated, treatment with the combination of active substances had significant advantages over placebo therapy. Ginkgo biloba and ginseng is such a popular combination that you can probably find them at any pharmacy. But when it comes to herbs, sourcing really matters. And there is a quality spectrum. You don't want to just get any herbs, and certainly not the cheapest ones. You want to get herbs that are certified organic and ideally verified as above 97% pure with a certificate of analysis. In the article, I link to some sources that measure up to my high standards for ginkgo and ginseng. Changing gears a bit, I'll mention brain training. And there's good evidence that 10 to 15 minutes of brain training daily with brain training software, especially the dual and back app, can and will sharpen both your mind and memory. From a 2017 human clinical trial, quote, we studied 97 healthy older adults above the age of 65. Healthy older adults completed either an eight-week web-based cognitive training program on working memory or logic and planning. An additional no brain training control group completed two assessments eight weeks apart. Participants were assessed on cognitive measures of near and far transfer, including working memory, planning, reasoning, processing speed, verbal fluency, cognitive flexibility, and creativity. Participants improved on the trained tasks from the first day to the last day of training. Next, I'll mention exercise. No surprises here. A gentleman that I had the pleasure of interviewing twice, Dr. Mark Ashton Smith, analyzed a 2018 article entitled Multimodal Fitness and Cognitive Training to Enhance Fluid Intelligence that appeared in the esteemed journal Intelligence. And it said, the study was a comprehensive four-month placebo-controlled trial with 424 healthy adults aged 18 to 43, 50% Caucasian, and the results are summarized in this figure. 424 healthy adults. That is a statistically significant 
group of half-white people, according to, according to the extract. Okay, so visual search training, simple perception exercises, saw a four-point post-training IQ gain. Fitness training saw a seven-point IQ gain. Cognitive and fitness training combined saw a greater than, potentially greater than, nine-point IQ gain. The training gains were in visual-spatial fluid intelligence. No groups improved in verbal IQ. This is an important finding helping to explain some of the null results in previous studies. Fluid intelligence includes such as uh, abilities in pattern recognition, abstract reasoning, and problem solving. The cognitive training in this study also implemented in High IQ Pro takes a multimodal approach, combining both dual and back working memory training with executive control attention training. So to summarize all that, four months of training of the brain training increases your IQ by seven points and even more. You could potentially get up into the nine to 10 point range when you're combining brain training with the, with the exercise. And this is why I will often do dual and back brain training there for about 10 or 15 minutes while I'm doing my uh, cardio at the end of a workout. According to Dr. Lee No, again, the author of the book, it's been known for decades that aerobic exercise can increase the number of mitochondria in your muscle cells by up to 50% in as little as six weeks. To get the benefit, however, you need to do aerobic exercise such as running, cycling, swimming, uh, or walking briskly or bouncing, which my wife does often, at an intensity that's at least half of your maximum capacity. This intensity needs to be sustained for at least 15 to 20 minutes per session, three to four times a week. So you want to do cardio to the point of sweating for 15 minutes a few times a week. Next, I should mention the keto lifestyle. So this, uh, there's, a, there's a whole lot of hype and a whole lot of uh, products surrounding the keto lifestyle, but there's also a foundational pillar to it, which is about five days a week, try to practice what the world's leading anti-aging researchers and biohackers recommend enthusiastically, which is doing a daily fast of about 16 hours. And in fact, you can do it every day of the week, but maybe to get started with it, you should just do five days initially. So you do all your eating and snacking within an eight hour window. 
For most people, this means eating a large filling dinner around 9 p.m., going to bed, skipping breakfast, and eating a substantial lunch with lots of healthy fats around 1 p.m. This puts your body into a ketogenic state of burning fat instead of glutamate. At first, it may be excruciating for you to fast for 16 hours, but quickly you'll get used to it and it won't bother you. Skipping breakfast and snacks ends up saving you quite a bit of time and money, you'll find. Avoid eating carbs, sugar, or bread, especially when you're fasting as your body will switch back over to glutamate or to carbs. As long as you're feeding your brain lots of the healthy fats it craves, your body will have uh, plenty of energy. You'll feel good. And if you want to take this to the next level, if you're a performance enhancement junkie, you'll want to consume some high-quality MCTs while in a fasted state. Many do this by starting their morning with a bulletproof-style coffee mixed with butter and MCT oil. But if you want to experience all the cognitive and longevity benefits of ketosis that you hear everyone online ranting and raving about, you don't want to just consume any old MCTs. You are going to have to be very discriminating with the MCTs you use. You're going to want to avoid the useless and harmful MCTs, which are lauric acid, C6 and C12. And you want to be wary of impure MCT products. A certified organic stamp is not enough, frankly. Ideally, you want to see the manufacturer's certificate of third-party analysis with a spectroscopy report evidencing above 97% purity, which is considered pharmaceutical grade. And of course, you'll want to avoid anything containing artificial sweeteners, coloring, or weird chemicals with names that you can't pronounce. Ultra Keto Plus MCT by Ultra Human meets my stringent standards here. Combining patented BHB ketones and pure C8 MCT along with selenium citrate, pink Himalayan salt, and malic acid, which gives it a delicious, non-artificially sweetened kind of taste. If you can't afford to or are unable to get your hands on high-quality MCTs like this, try intermittent fasting anyways. It's a smart life hack for health and productivity. And what I like about a morning ketosis cocktail 
of the ultra-human products is that these performance enhancers work on totally different neurobiological mechanisms than racetams, modafinil, or other common smart drugs that I might be using, which is great news for long-term nootropics users who have built up a tolerance to cognitive enhancers that they have to take at increasing dosages for sometimes increasingly underwhelming results. And if you're going to take this all to the next level, you are going to want to check out a beautiful infographic I did illustrating the ultra-human protocol. And then there is an edifying and educational interview that I did with Jason Deere, who is the CEO of Ultra Human. He has some great stuff to share. Next, I will mention problematic gene alleles. Your genes have a lot to do with the cognitive decline that you may or may not face in the future. It's worth it to get your personal genotyping done to see what chronic diseases you might be most susceptible to. And I have done some research and I've come to the conclusion that sequencing.com is the best go-to source for a kit that will give you a thorough, rigorous analysis of your personal genes, of all of those SNPs, along with a uh, telomere, along with a telomere quality test. They were actually the only people I could find that offered that sort of thing. And then you're also going to want to check out my article. I have another deep dive article, what to do about your problematic genes. And these may or may not be lurking inside of you until you get that personal genotyping done. You don't really know. We, we can make some assumptions based upon family history, but everyone that gets their gene sequencing done, it comes with some surprises, sometimes positive, sometimes negative, which is why I say it's well worth doing. And this article is going to break down what are the highly problematic genes that are worth, you know, doing a control F there, doing a search of your personal genotyping results. And then actually in that article, I break down for common problematic conditions. I break down how you prevent those because if you're genetic analysis reveals that you actually have something kind of serious to worry about in the future, it totally makes sense to spend at maximum maybe a couple hundred dollars a year on the right kind of supplements, lifestyle things, foods, etc. that are going to prevent that particular condition that could cost you your life or wreck it quite possibly. Moving towards my conclusion here on making a cognitive comeback, there's a couple of books that I'm going to recommend highly to you. And I think first I'm going to mention The Plant Paradox by Stephen Gundry. 
And this is a really well-written book on the topic of electins, which is something that a lot of people don't know a whole lot about. And lectins are a toxin that is surprisingly common, even in a lot of foods that we think of as healthy. And there's some case studies listed in this book, described in this book. Most of the case studies are actually with elderly folks that are pretty mind-blowing about the arresting and reversing of some really serious decline of people's health due to going on this lectin-avoiding diet. So you are at the least going to want to listen to my deep dive book review podcast on it, which is entitled, You're Being Royally Effed by Lectins. And I am going to mention also the Alzheimer's Prevention Program by Dr. Gary Small. This was a guy that I interviewed years ago, and he has developed a holistic program for effective prevention. And then I'm also going to recommend a title, The Memory Book. And if you've noticed that your memory isn't as sharp as it used to be, you'll want to consider using memory systems. And they are described in depth in this short, fun, and very easy to read book. And then coming to my conclusion here, what might really help you is some accountability. Perhaps on your own, you just don't have the discipline to overcome cognitive decline. Maybe you've heard of and tried to practice some of the things I talked about here. And there are all of these motivational mechanisms and tools out there. But sometimes what outperforms all of them is just someone else's expectations of you. And a lot of people ask their friends, family, or significant other to be their accountability partner. But there are a lot of downsides to this. It introduces some tension and pressure to the relationships that should be the most reinvigorating and comforting. Many people have ruined their marriages and friendships this way. I suggest coaching. I suggest hiring a life coach or an expert consultant. Of course, this can be expensive and time-consuming, which is why we offer a very lean biohacking consulting slash life coaching program. And here's how this would work. First of all, the biohacking consultation is one hour and 45 minutes total, which is two consulting calls. The first call is one hour, and this is the discovery and strategizing 
call. So I'll need to ask you some questions. We'll discuss your history and outline a holistic strategy and action plan to overcome your issues. And then the second call is 45 minutes, a follow-up call. And this is 30, 60, or 90 days later to see how you're doing with the plan we outline, how you've improved, what you're struggling with, etc. And there are two, uh, there's a few very important reasons why we split the time up into these two calls. First of all, it's a significant motivation hack for you to follow through on the biohacking habits and plan will outline because you're accountable to me in 30, 60, or 90 days. I am incentivized to come up with a really effective biohacking strategy for you because I have to talk to you after you've been following it for a month or two or three. And further, it time boxes us with a deadline of 30, 60, 90 days for you to make improvements and accomplish your goals. Your skin in the game here is that you're paying decent money for this and you're accountable to me on another call in 30, 60, 90 days. You'll have to explain your lack of action if you fail to follow through. So I do urge you to fill out the biohacking consultation slash coaching form that I have linked. It'll probably take you 10 to 20 minutes to fill out the form. It really will actually probably, the form itself will probably give you some insight on what you are struggling with. And if your uh, issues are outside of my areas of expertise, I'll decline the consultation. My time is finite and very valuable, so I only want to spend it consulting the people I can really help. Thank you for your understanding. Finally, do respond to this. You can either respond to the email that got sent to you that uh, in response to the survey, the Biohacking Y survey, and you can respond to that email, or you can just leave a comment below this video, or if you want for privacy's sake, you can send me an email or a message on social media, and just let me know what sort of cognitive decline you're struggling with. Let me know if it's serious, what it's costing you, what you have tried to address it, and what has maybe worked some and what hasn't worked. All of that kind of information would be useful. And if you're comfortable sharing it publicly, leaving a comment below this video, it might be useful to other people that are struggling with similar things. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. Looking forward to a continued conversation with you.